You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast with Angie Cho, episode 54, Yantras and Sacred Art with Mavis Gawant. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. So this episode, we have a conversation with Mavis Gawant, who is my Yantra and sacred art teacher. So Mavis, she met her teacher who has now left his body, but Harish Johari, she met him in her early twenties and she began at that time, a 20 year apprenticeship with him in sacred art. So now she teaches others like me and she can teach you. She teaches online classes and she teaches classes all around the world in India and the Bahamas. But um, Harish taught her how to paint yantras and yantras are geometric energy mandalas basically. And she also taught uh, or he also taught her deity painting and really how to deepen her connection between the divine, the sacred and the creative. So he also told her that she's a teacher and that's her path. So she has been a wonderful teacher to me. And I'm really excited that she can share with us her knowledge about yantras and sacred art because um, it's something that's very important in my life. I love painting these these sacred art pieces and um, Mavis can really talk to us about that and let us know how how to use these, what they mean, how they affect us. And you can also find out more about her at her website at sacred, it's sacredmotherarts.com. Again, that's sacredmotherarts.com. And we'll also link to that on our website, the podcast website at holisticspaces.com slash podcast. And she has art for sale, which would be a great Christmas gift or a holiday gift coming up. And she also has classes and you should definitely, definitely check her out. She has really amazing work. So I hope you really enjoy this conversation that Mavis and I had. Hi, Mavis. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm really happy to have you here. And I just want to let the listeners know. So Mavis is my Yantra teacher and she's going to tell us a little bit about yantras in a second, um, in case you don't know what they are. And um, she's been my teacher for how many years has it been now? I think it's like eight years, a long time. Yeah, something like that. Long time. A long time. So it's a long pra- It's it's a lot of time, mm-hmm. and it's a long practice, and it's not something you pick up right away. But um, but Mavis will tell us more about that. So I guess we could just get started. Um, Mavis, um, can you let the listeners know, like, what is a yantra and give us an overview? Sure. Um, Well, yantras are um, sacred energy patterns, um, usually of deities coming from the Hindu tradition or planets. And they're geometric in form. 
and they're considered like the body of the of that particular energy or planet and they're used for meditation making them as a meditation practice and they're also used um, astrologically to help a person in their life yeah and we'll we'll, t- we'll touch on that in a little bit too um, and okay. for the listeners um, if you look at the podcast website which is holisticspaces.com slash podcast I'll um We'll have an image of a, up of a yantra. And also on Holistic Spaces, I, I sell my yantras. And also, actually, you could share mm-hmm. your, your website now. Uh, Mavis has a lot of yantras also for sale on her website and artwork. And also, she teaches classes, of course. So could you share your website with us? Sure. It's um, Sacred Mother Arts. That's with an S at the end. Um, dot com. And that'll Sacred also, Mother Arts. And that'll yeah. also be on the, on the podcast link so if you okay. could, it's, it might be easier just to click on it sacred mother arts um so mavis tell us the story of how you got involved or started with this unique practice of painting and creating yantra sure um well i met my teacher harish johari in 1979 and um i didn't really know much about him other than that he was an artist and that I, somebody told me, an astrologer friend of mine told me that I needed to meet him. So I went to Amsterdam and I met him. And uh, he just got me started on painting deities, the actual figures. And then from like 1980 onward, he started coming to the U.S. And he would do workshops. And one of the things that he did was yantra. So he he got us all on, you know, we had a group of people and he got us all on making yantras. And I didn't really know anything about it until I met him. And uh, he just told me to do it. So I did because what, you know, he was my teacher and I listened to him. And, uh, you know, I, I believe that these things would be good for me. So um, I started making yantras. And once I started, I got hooked on it. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to learn, like, every single yantra there was that he could teach me. And um, so every year when he would come, I would, you know, sit with him and just get him to give me the colors or the the shapes or whatever, you know. That sounds and, familiar. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what color? What color? That's to him, like, in between, like, cooking and laundry and all kinds of stuff and my kids climbing all over me i would be like gotta what color what color (laughs) fun well i think it would be really um useful for useful and informative for the listeners to hear about how sacred art like yantra or mandalas or or images Mm -hmm. of deities can be used one in your meditation practice but also how can you use them in your home okay sure so you want to talk about that right now or yeah. you want, okay. Um, well, like I mentioned, yantras, making a yantra is a meditation practice in itself because you're sitting and you're quiet and while you're constructing the mantra, I mean the yantra, it's like a geometric thing that you're using rulers and compasses and all that you are. Um, also saying a mantra at the same time because each yantra has its own mantra. 
And so that is actually stilling your mind. It's creating a um, a focal point, you know, like a one-pointedness. And um, the next thing you know, like four hours have passed and you haven't gotten up. And so it's kind of a nice sitting practice in a way, you know, where you're not like all agitated and, you know, you're just calming your mind doing this practice. And then you can also use the yantra. Well, there are many ways to use it and meditate on it, but you can hang it on a wall and you you can put it on your altar if you have one or um, depending on the yantra, they have different directions that they're supposed to be placed in. And um, you can just stare at it and, you know, uh, repeat the mantra over and over again until you're... Um, eyes water and then close your eyes and then see the after image in your um in your head or in your third eye and um meditate on that um and it's helpful to it's helpful to paint the yantra that's related to your vedic number and to then Mm -hmm. meditate on that as well and there's a lot there's a lot to um experience with that that doing that Yes, well, you're actually, you can work with your Vedic number, or if you um, have access to a Vedic astrologer, they can tell you um, which planets are most beneficial for you, for your your chart. Um, Sometimes some planets are giving you trouble, so if you work with a yantra, it's a very safe way to... um, like I like to say, make peace with the energy, make friends with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you and do then, those amazing relationship yantras, like Mavis paints these relationship yantras where she'll take your Vedic and a couple's, each of their Vedic numbers and then combine them into a mandala and um, and working with those possibly conflicting designs and colors is, can 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 be an interesting result right yeah well the the goal is to create create harmony and Mm -hmm. some colors just don't go that well together so that there's a challenge in that practice just there Mm -hmm. how to create harmony with things that don't feel harmonious yes and also personally like when i you remember when i so my my destiny number is seven mm -hmm. right with and k2 and that's yours too right yeah, I think we might have the same numbers. Three seven. Yeah, three seven. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and it's yeah. and it's uh, it was funny because when I was working with Mavis on painting K two, I had to I think I had to paint it like five or six times to get the colors right, and I just had this block with it. Um, yeah. So it's really interesting happened. what comes up. Always. Yes. I mean, I had that problem when I first learned. You know, like I w- was at a workshop with my teacher. And I asked him, which yantra should I make for my numbers? And he said, number three, which is Jupiter. And the colors are yellow. And I had a real block against that one. It was difficult <laughs> for me. It was really challenging. But after doing it many times, and I did a practice where I would do it, you know, like every week. And um, I pushed through it. And now, like, I love those colors. They're like the best colors when I see them. It make me happy. So it's interesting how mm. these things work. Yeah. And 
and her Harish Johari's numbers were also three seven. He's a three seven. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> when I met Peter, he was he said, "Oh, my teacher's num also has number three, and I guess three is also the number of uh, Jupiter is a number for teachers or teaching." Yes, teacher and uh, perpetual student. Ah, okay. You know, so like <laughs> always wanting to know, learn new uh, things, and then teach what you know. Oh, that's great. That's I that's think that's the a nature wonderful of number thing. three. Yeah, um, it's a good thing. Yeah. I was talking to a, my friend, a Western astrologer, recently, mm-hmm. and she was saying it's the same in Western astrology that Jupiter is related to teaching and being a teacher. Right. Um, it's true. It's the same yeah. meanings. Yeah. Well, um, actually, that might be a great segue into um, talking a little bit about each Vedic number. So could you share with the listeners how they, how they can figure out what their, um, prin- is it the principal, what principal number? What do we call it? Um, the psychic number. Your psychic. Okay. So, so Mavis is going to share with us how to figure out your psychic, your Vedic number, your psychic Vedic number. And then if you can so kindly walk us through like each one and just tell us a little bit about it, like the planet and the colors and mm-hmm. characteristics. Sure. So your psychic number is basically just your birth date. So for example, I'm born on October 3rd, so three would be my number. And we only work with nine numbers, so we reduce everything down to, um, to a single digit. So let's say if you're born on the 10th, that would be a one. Or the 27th, let's say, that would be a nine. So. And I was born on the 21st, so two plus one is three. So that's exactly. how Mavis and I ha- both have the same psychic number. Yeah. So it would be like so people just, born yeah. on the 3rd, on the 21st, on the 12th, and the, yeah, and the, the 30th. 30th, okay. Yeah. So those, that, those would all be number three. So same with number one. So you'd be one, the 10th, uh, the 19th. And what other one? 28. Oh, yeah, 28. Those would be ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. So so hopefully you could figure that out. It's pretty easy. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Um, Okay, so I'm just going to go through the numbers, the planet that it's ruled by, um, the colors, and the day of the week, and anything else I want to tell you. So, okay, so number one, all you number ones out there, um, um, the planet connected to number one is the sun. Um, And the colors connected to the sun are, just look at the sun, you'll see it, orange, yellow, those kind of colors, gold, and each planet and each number has a gem. And so um, the gemstone connected to the sun is ruby. The day of the week is Sunday. And, and the reason why I'm telling you the day of the week is because you, that you can work with that particular planet on that day of the week or wear the color of that day. 
and you'll have mm-hmm. more of a connection with the energy of that planet. Yeah, actually, I did this workshop with Mavis in Tampa a few years ago, and it was so fun because we worked on the planets, and we would wear something each day <laughs> related to the planet. We would, I, I think I would bu- pick a bindu, you know, that that we were wearing oh, that yeah. would be the color and then that's great um and then we would paint and then i would work on that um that planet and then yeah it was really fun and, and really interesting and i used to like and i and i'll still do that like sunday i'll be like okay it's sunday i can wear orange right yeah right yeah so it's it's easier to organize your life when you know <laughs> you know the color of the day because then you don't have to think too hard about what you're going to wear. Uh huh. <laughs> and you can organize your clo- your uh, closets by color, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. Um, simplifies. So the um, the qualities of okay. So number one, people are considered like if there was a um, personality type or. Yeah, they would be the king. Mm. And they're usually like the center of the universe. They're very magnetic, radiant. They're proud. They're usually leaders. Um, Like in, let's say, in their social circles, they'd be, you know, the one that everybody would like listen to, Mm -hmm. um, get everybody motivated. Um, and they work very hard, and they're usually innovators. And they have a karmic lesson. Each number has a karmic lesson. So the karmic lesson for number one is renunciation because number ones can be very materialistic. Mm. So that's kind of what they have to work towards. Okay? Okay. Okay, so number two is ruled by the moon. And um, the colors connected to the moon are light blue, silver, gray, white. Think about water, and you'll think of those colors, okay? Um, The gemstone is pearl, and the day of the week is Monday. And they are considered the queens of, of the solar system. And they are... Uh, the qualities are number twos can be very moody. They're very creative, emotional. They can be shy, sensitive. Um, they have a changeable nature because if you think about the tides, you know, the the way the tides go. Low tide, high tide, it affects them. Um, sometimes they get caught in fantasy they're peacemakers, and their karmic lesson is individual stability because sometimes they're all over the place. Okay, and number three is Jupiter, connected to Jupiter. That's our favorite number. (laughs) Yay. Shout out to all the number threes. Okay. (laughs) And the color is yellow, and the gemstone is yellow sapphire or citrine. And the day of the week is Thursday. And they are considered the prime ministers of the numbers. Um, So they are usually very good teachers, students. They always like to help, but usually you have to ask them. 
Um, sometimes they have inflated egos. They're religious. They can say yes to everything. Um, sometimes they're, they have lots of talents, but sometimes things are like scattered all over the place. Um, and one thing I know about number threes is they like to gossip. And, uh, <laughs> they also value traditions and they're dynamic. Um, so their karmic lesson is selfless service. Mm. Okay. Number four is connected to the planet Rahu, which is in the Vedic system. In Western, it's called the North Node of the Moon. Um, and it's um, considered like a half planet, it's the, the head of the planet. And the colors associated with Rahu are um, like earthy colors, like earthy browns, smoky colors, smoky blue, gold. Those are all Rahu colors. And the um, the gemstone is called a Hessenite. The day of the week is Saturday. And they are the revolutionaries of the numbers. Um, they're nonconformists generally. They're usually very unusual people. If you know any number fours, mm. they they do their own thing. That's my husband. Okay. <laughs> so they don't usually follow the the path that everybody else follows. They they do their own thing. Um, they're, they can be secretive, courageous, impulsive, unpredictable, rude, abrupt, <laughs> and they often feel misunderstood, oh, especially yeah. by their family, the number fours. Um, and their karmic lesson is satisfaction. Huh. Okay. They, they need to learn to be satisfied. I should have my husband listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. You need to be Satisfaction is important for you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and number five is Mercury. And the number, I mean, the um, color connected to Mercury is green. The stone is emerald. The day of the week is Wednesday. And they are the prince. Um, and the qualities associated with Mercury are they're quick. They're youthful, they're risk takers, playful, they can be nervous and restless. They're also very modern and progressive thinking and communication is very important to them. They can be non-committal, scheming. They love change and excitement and they're gentle at heart. And their karmic lesson is sobriety. They like to have too much fun. I think. <laughs> oh or yeah, five. Mercury likes to have a lot of fun. That's right. Yeah, they do, and they and they're good risk takers. So they could actually be gamblers, or some kind of gambling field. Could mm. huh. be good for them. Okay, uh, number six is connected to Venus, and the color is white. You, they can also you can also do like pastel shades and multicolors, which would be like rainbow connected to Venus. 
the, the gemstone is diamond and the day of the week is Friday. And they are called the universal friend because everybody likes them. And their, their nature is slow, sensuous. They like nice things. Family is very important to number sixes. Um, they're loving, caring, open-minded, open-hearted, and they usually have great taste. So if you meet a number six, they usually have very nice clothes or like their house is, you know, decorated, super nice. And, you know, they have great aesthetics generally. Um, and their karmic lesson is discipline. Number seven is connected to K2, which is the other side of Rahu. Remember, it's a Rahu. K2 is the south node of the moon. And the color associated with K2 is smoky greens, like olive green, like military khaki colors, K2. And the gem is cat's eye. The day of the week is Tuesday. And they are called the mystic of the numbers. So their nature is mystical. They can, they're very spiritual people generally. Chaotic. Um, they usually benefit from foreign places. Um, they're poetic, psychic, skeptical. They can be escapists. And number sevens usually need a teacher, um, a guru, or else they're all over the place. Um, That's interesting. That's interesting because we're both, well, because we're both three sevens. And three is a teacher, and then the sevens need, because seven, so for the listeners, seven is our destiny number, which is another thing. I think you add up your whole birthday, but. um, Right. that's interesting that the seven part, which is what you grow into, is mm-hmm. um, your destiny number, and we're sevens, and then, but we're the te- we're also the teachers, so that's really interesting. Yeah, it is, and just think about like if okay, so if you're a teacher, and if you have like we mentioned, your destiny is seven, so those qualities, what are what are you teaching about? I just think about myself, like what am I teaching about? You know, what are the subjects that I. I'm, I gravitate towards and mm-hmm. teach about. So, you know, it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. You can't get away from it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's our destiny. destiny. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I mean, it's just like you're going to become more, go more towards that as you, you know, get older. But since you're a three, you're going to be teaching about what you, you know, those those subjects. Uh, That's what I, I observed in my life. <laughs> so... Okay. And the karmic lesson for number sevens is practicality. Okay. Number eight is ruled by Saturn. And the colors connected with Saturn are black, dark blue, purple, primarily dark colors. The gemstone is blue sapphire. The day of the week is Saturday. And they are the advisors. And the qualities are they're usually um, disciplinarian. They can come across as being harsh. Um, they're truthful. They have a strong constitution. Um, they're goal-oriented. They can be stubborn, independent, radical, lonely. 
um, they accomplish much in their life. They're hard workers, willful, and they always tell what's right. That's their thing. They're into truth no matter what. So sometimes truth doesn't come across sounding that nice to some people, but that's what they do. And their um, karmic lesson is kindness and forgiveness, especially for themselves. They need to do that. Um, and number nine is the last number, which is connected to Mars. The color is red. Um, the gem is coral, and the day of the week is Tuesday. And they are the warriors of the uh, numbers. They're, um, they can be impulsive, aggressive, charismatic, um, assertive, angry. They're, very, they're also very hardworking. They love to serve others, um, selfless servants. And out of all the numbers, they can be alone. It, it doesn't bother them like with the other numbers that might, but number nines are okay to be alone. Um, the um, karmic lesson for number nines is patience because they're very quick and they can be impulsive. So they need to learn how to slow down a little bit and be patient and not act on everything that comes in their way. So, wow. That, yeah, that's number nine. So those are all the numbers. Yeah, and um, like we mentioned before, it's really great to even just start with work, learning how to paint your own, the yantra for your own number, your own planet, and to see what comes of that. It's Or even just to see what it looks like and see how yeah. you react to it. So it's it's a really interesting practice. And, and of course, it's gorgeous. Um, and if anyone's interested in learning that, you should definitely check out Mavis's website because you also do, you do online classes too, like long distance. I do. I do like one-on, well, right now I only do one-on-one classes online, but I'm working on doing a larger type of class in the future um, if somebody can't get to a workshop. Yeah, but definitely the one-on-one would be amazing if you're not if you're not in the New York area. But you also go to right. the Bahamas and um, yeah, I go yeah. to the Bahamas in December at the Shivananda um, yoga retreat. Um, I yeah, I teach all over the place. So you know, if you check out my website, there's a you know like a calendar on there of when I, where I'm going to be, and you can also um, get on my email list and. I will send you the upcoming workshops. So, And we'll have all that information on the website. Well, yeah. Mavis, thank you so much for sharing all that information with us. I hope it was, I, I mean, I'm, I'm positive it was really interesting and useful for, for all the listeners. It's because it's just so interesting. And then to connect it with the art is, and the practice of the art and just looking at the art is so it's just fun and it's inspiring and it's exciting. And it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I just love it. You know that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Great. thank you so yeah. much. And, um, okay. we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. 
If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.